Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. Welcome back to the Dynasty Happy Hour. It is week 11, and we're in heaven because there's no Tyler tonight. He's watching the game with his wife. It's the Team DJ, Team JD, however you want to cut it. It's James and Doug here at the Dynasty Happy Hour tonight. We are going to bring you all the news, all the injury updates, and we're going to chop it up about week 11 because it was uh, an interesting week, needless to say. But before we do all that, first of all, if you like and subscribe on YouTube, Thank you very much. And if you're watching, also thank you. Feel free to comment. We'll try to get to the comments as we roll through the podcast. If you got questions, you got comments, all that jazz, let us know. We are here for it. But I do want to let you know that we are brought to you once again by Underdog, the best way to play DFS. I did some prop bets. You know, James, I've come real close to winning a few times. It's usually an injury that takes me out. I I picked Devin Achan to rush for over 54 yards today and um uh, he didn't do that we'll talk about huge, it in a little bit but down. i i seem to get boned out of a, one of them every single week so i just need to pick healthier players i guess i, I think at least that's one of it. us is getting boned yeah <laughs> yeah um but yeah underdog is absolutely awesome so you can go you can do player prop bets you can do a quick draft teams they have uh best ball drafts going on daily pickums, all the good stuff in the off season, they'll have Best Ball Mania, which is which was the biggest contest ever. It was a three million dollar contest. They'll have that again coming up next year. But if you're not only a fan of football and you want to scratch that itch with other um, sports, you can do that right now. Hockey, the puck is dropped. Basketball, the tip off has begun. There's all sorts of ways to play, and if you use code DHH, you can have your deposit up to one hundred dollars matched right away. It's free money for you. So get on there. Check out Underdog in your Google Play Store or in the iTunes Store today code dhh please and thank you in advance james what's new in joyzy how, how you feeling uh you know just getting through the trade week it was a big trade week so uh yeah. lost a lot of sleep over it a lot of different um what's a transactions going through sorry mm-hmm. um i got a i got a great one done before this week happy nice. about that um nice. gonna win my home dynasty league that's always a, a benefit uh and uh got the yard cleaned up if i don't see another leaf until next year oh you're gonna go out tomorrow morning and you're gonna be like there's more leaves i'm i'm laughing myself in the basement i have not touched my yard yet because uh i look up in the trees and i'm like there's way way too many leaves in the trees still so i'm I'm gonna wait till it's almost over and do it all at once kind of person so that's what i'm gonna do uh because i I, it's funny funny story my wife's aunt who has a, a big yard and lots of trees hours every weekend and like literally i go over there for football on sundays typically she's like we just spent three hours in the yard yesterday and it looks like nobody even touched anything i go why why won't you just do it all at once it might be a lot but it, it whatever different strokes for different folks i don't want to get into the old leaf cleanup debate uh i know we're a couple of dads but we're not going to chop it up like that that's a different oh, podcast no, we no, might no, start no. leafdads.com um ban the blowers.com um the serenade of the leaf blowers in the morning from the neighbors getting their yard cleaned up is always a good one oh Uh, i love it there's a town out here in uh in massachusetts that's actually banned leaf blowers because people were complaining 
How 2023 is that? How many Karens are in this town? That's what I need to know. I don't know. We don't have that in Jersey. The answer is too many. Um, And speaking of Karens, no, just kidding. Uh, I do want to get into some player news. Thursday night was, uh, it was a little rough. It was a bloodbath. Don't sugarcoat it. It was not great. Uh, So Mark Andrews is out for the season. Cracked fibula and he has some ligament damage. Um, obviously you hate to see that he was the tight end. I think three going into that game on the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so losing Mark Andrews, you know, the number one pass catcher for the Baltimore Ravens is not great. So hopefully you have some tight end depth in those dynasty teams. Hopefully you did a little tight end handcuff action with Isaiah likely. I have likely in a couple of leagues, um, just because I liked his profile coming out and he did flash last year, but that was with Tyler Huntley, not with Lamar. So let's mm-hmm. remember that. Fair. But I think this does open up an opportunity for Zay Flowers to get even more targets. And heck, Odell Beckham Jr. went over 100 yards for the first time since like 1994. And then so, got hurt. And then got hurt. Rashad Bateman scored a touchdown. Like, what do you think about this Ravens passing game sans Mark Andrews? Um, like you said, I think it's a great opportunity for Zay Flowers. Um, we saw him, Lamar, spread the ball around quite a bit. Um Nelson Aguilar got into the end zone. Bateman got into the end zone. Beckham got into the end zone on a long bomb. Uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not really going to shoot my shot with any of them. I I did, however, acquire Zay Flowers this week on a great trade that I did. Um, I am not competing. I'm rebuilding. And I got rid of Kenneth Walker, who we'll talk about in a minute, and Nico Collins for. E. Higgins, Zay Flowers, and a 2024 second. Okay. Desperation knocks. It was Dawson a guy. He was the top of the league. And he's like, oh, I just, I just, I just want to win. I said, I said, throw the pick in and we got a deal. Yeah. So, and uh, sometimes that's all it takes this time of year. Cause you're, we're coming up on trade deadlines in some leagues. My home league, uh, regular redraft league was this past Saturday, but a lot of leagues are next weekend. Um, and I, I'm going to give a little tip. If you're in a dynasty league, there should be no trade deadline. What do you think about that? Obviously, you have to police it. Like, you can't just dump players to guys. in the. Pl- there has to be some policing of it. But I feel if you have a good group of managers, that's not going to happen. Um, yeah, I'm I'm like a mixed bag because I'm I'm against tanking. Like, for real tanking. So like, I. not yeah. filling up your, your lineup with starters. and. Oh, you should see the, the in the UDPL league. I uh, Now, he doesn't have any other players. So, he's starting Aaron Rodgers as, as his quarterback and things of that nature. And I think he's got eight points this week. And he's obviously in the tank for the 101, but he's not benching healthy players. His roster's just... No, I'm talking about the ones that that bench healthy players. Like, you knew Derek Carr is out this week. Put Derek... Take Derek Carr out of your lineup kind of thing. Um, but I... I don't know. I think I think out of this group of guys, Zay Flowers is the guy that, that jumps off the page for me. I, I know he hasn't been very consistent as of late, um, but I think that'll yeah. definitely change and his market value will start to rise towards the end of the year, which is great because yeah, that's and what I'm you want to see. I'm a wait and see on likely because I just don't know if that rapport with Lamar is the same. I mean, Huntley and him were he was hyper targeting likely a lot. Um, I don't know if Lamar's got that trust level in Isaiah likely. So that's an interesting thing to keep an eye on. I'm not starting likely until I see it. Um, you should have better tight end options, even if you lost Andrews, than putting likely right in your lineup. But yeah, if you don't and you got to bite the bullet, so be it. I know how it can be. So obviously losing Mark Andrews and then the other big blow, 
Uh, this was yeah. a tough one because I roster this player in a handful of leagues, and it was Joe Burrow out for the season just when he was getting his momentum going. You know, he started really slow over the first month of the season, and then he was really starting to cook. But he's got a torn wrist ligament in his throwing arm. So, obviously, this there's some fallout here with Jake Browning taking over as the quarterback. You know, they don't have um, – they used to have a good quarterback. I forget what his name – Brandon Allen, maybe? Brandon Allen. Yeah, he was decent as their backup, and they moved on to Jake Browning. I think Allen's with San Francisco. Um, but obviously, this has big implications for Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. We did see uh, Jamar Chase score a touchdown in this game, but that's about all he did. And T. Higgins was out with the hamstring injury. For me, I think this is an interesting one. I don't think they're going to rush T. Higgins back on the field. Like No, and they don't need to. I think they, they just, uh, you know, they took themselves out of the playoffs during yeah. this game um and, and it wasn't score related it's just the simple fact that they're not going to be the same team with jake browning under under center uh nope. we know that and the ancillary pieces around him they're going to suffer i mean you could see joe mixon having a good game every week because that's He's going to be the, the way lot. they're going to go yeah and um uh, you know i I, I still think jamar chase is in- interesting like you could still you still have to play him like you probably don't have a better I think option. His floor, I think his floor is probably what we've seen with Garrett Wilson. So probably like six for 60. Maybe he has a big game and scores a touchdown because, I mean, the quarterback play is about the same level. So, I mean, Zach Wilson got benched today. Garrett Wilson had no one catch. And then I think he had a fumble or something. The, he ended the, up with negative points. But the biggest implication here, and I'm not talking about them like this year's done. Throw this year out the window after yeah. this unfortunately but the bigger the bigger thoughts were well what happens to t higgins where you know he's, he's gonna get the bag somewhere he's gonna get the bag somewhere and i think due to this injury i i mean you could probably try to go out there and acquire him on the cheap right now yep and and it will benefit you next there's year. there's a lot of teams that could use t higgins and there's a lot of teams that are going to have large salary cap numbers um, you know, one that comes to mind is Carolina. I know, uh, even the Patriots, I think that Bill Belichick has always been very complimentary of T Higgins. If Bill's the coach next year, um, and they're going to have a top three pick now that the giants won. Hey, thank you. Giants. Not yet. Um, not yet. Not yet. Yeah. So, uh, the Pats are going to pick in the top three, whether that's a quarterback or Marvin Harrison jr. Or probably an offensive lineman from some university you've never heard of. Um, you know, it's going to be an interesting fit there because they need that type of player in their offense. So I think Saquon Higgins, balled out today though. So I'm happy. we, we he, he did play well. Uh, so yeah, T Higgins for me is, is a buy because you know, that next landing spot, he should be able to garner a ton of targets on the team. So I like that. Um, other injuries that happened today, Devin H and everyone was excited for him to come off. IR. they got him in their lineup and started him. I had him in DFS and he hurt himself again. Same leg as before. That was always my concern with A-Chan is that he's a little bit smaller. Um, you know, he's obviously popped off the page and and been awesome when he's playing, but now we're starting to see these injuries come alive, and that's um, that was always one of my concerns. And I, I mean, to be honest, I wasn't a huge fan of his game anyway, but he's shown out at the NFL level, which is great. Um, so he, the same knee that he injured before, he went out of the game early, did not return. Um, would not surprise me if it looks like the Dolphins are going to make the playoffs pretty easily at this point. Yeah. Would not surprise me if A-Chan goes back on IR for four weeks and they try to get him healthy uh, before the playoffs. Yeah, this was another big blow. Um, you know, I was 
hoping and praying that Devon Achan was going to be ready to go. And, you know, when someone falls on your knee and it just went through, you know, a pretty big injury, injury, yeah, it's it sucks. And it, it, there's no other way about it. You know, uh, there's going to be a lot of people crying on social media over the weekend into Monday about Devin Achan, and I will definitely be one of them. But, I mean, Raheem Mostert, this helps him out. We saw Salvin Ahmed get into the end zone today. Yep. Um, Jeff, no Jeff Wilson, Wilson is inactive. Though. He'll be active yeah. again next week. <laughs> but I've always liked Salvin Ahmed. I picked him up uh, for free in Dynasty Leagues this year because I've just kind of always liked his game. So it's nice to see him get some run. Um, other running back injuries, two more. We've got Kenneth Walker left the game uh, at the 4 o'clock game with an oblique injury. Pete Carroll was quoted after the game saying it was serious. Uh, obviously, that opens up our opportunities for Zach Charbonnet. Oh, um, yeah. To, to get, get that run. wine glass open, baby. I thought Charbonnet it's going to be a full I thought glass Charbonnet, of fun. Yeah, sure. I thought Charbonnet has looked good uh, yes. in the run that he's got. So I'm excited to see Charbonnet get 20 touches a game. I mean, I don't think they're going to give a lot to DJ Dallas and the other guys they got there. I think they're, they're going to roll with Charbonnet. So I'm excited for that. Um, Ken Walker, he's another guy. With his running style, he's got the quick cuts. He runs real hard. We saw him get nicked up last year. He gets dinged up quite a bit. Um, so this will be a, an injury. I think he'll probably miss at least. They play on Thursday on Thanksgiving. So I think I don't think there's any way that he plays on Turkey Day. Um, so, yeah, we got to see Zach Charbonnet get stuffed by the Niners instead. So Yeah, Charbonnet had a, a decent game after Walker went out. Um, we'll get into yep. that a little bit later. But yeah. he, he should have been on your roster if you were, if you were holding on to Ken Walker this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I have Char the only I have Charbonnet in one league and I acquired him post draft because I didn't have any I didn't have any roster ship of Charbonnet and I wanted some. So I got him for a, a pretty decent price where I got him. And, you know, the hopes was like, oh, if if Walker gets hurt or whatever, Charbonnet could get run. And that's well, kind of where we go. At, so. Yeah, here, here we are. I knew it would happen at some point. Some uh, point Jeff, other right running, before the playoffs. I know. Right. Other running back news. Aaron Jones had a knee injury. Didn't look good. Towel over the head. Aaron Jones has been one of my favorite NFL players since he got into the league. I had him. I picked him in the third round in rookie drafts everywhere in his rookie year. I do not have any Aaron Jones left except for one league that I, I co-run with a friend of ours. I, I've, I've dealt all my Aaron Jones uh, when I can, but I still love to watch Aaron Jones play football. He reminds me of a Jamal Charles type. He's just a lot of fun, explosive, great in the passing game, just a really solid, really good NFL player. So if he did, in fact, suffer a major injury, he I believe he's probably going to be a free agent next year because he renegotiated his contract big time to stay with Green Bay. Yeah. Um, so he wouldn't be surprised if they um, end up letting him go, although I think he's one of the longest tenured Green Bay Packers at this point. So that'll be an interesting situation to monitor. Obviously, this rises the tides for A.J. Dillon. Again. Yeah. Again. Uh, he had a little bit of action when Aaron Jones went down. Uh, yeah. Look for Emmanuel Wilson if you want a little. Uh, uh, didn't he get hurt waiver. too, though? Yeah, I think he got hurt as well. Like he got carted off. Too he much. was he was ruled out. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, man, so, who maybe, who does that leave left? Uh, they have a rookie there, Kareth White. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Yeah. Um. No, uh, there was AJ Dillon. They had a rookie. Wasn't it like a Patrick something? Patrick Taylor. Patrick Taylor. Patrick Taylor. So interesting. That was a surprise game of the day, and I'm sure we'll talk about it. Well, it's going to be the A.J. Dillon show, and he's going to finish the season better than Alexander Madison. Probably. And then last but not least for injuries, we saw Cooper Cup go down with a um, 
low ankle hamstring type of injury, tried to work through it. He looked like he was in a lot of pain when they were working on him on the side and tried to get back in the game. It was a no-go. The Rams, Rams end up coming back and winning the game. Puka has a nice game. But Cooper Cup, if it's that hammy again, man, I think it's just a lost season for Cooper Cup. Like, they don't yeah, have anything I, I, to play for. Yeah. They're not making the playoffs. Like, it's tough. Uh, Cooper Cup looks so good in those first few weeks when he was healthy, getting all the targets and looking really good. And then he's, um, you know, this is what happens when you get to be a little bit older. Things like this can happen, and especially they get re-aggravated. So that's what looks like what possibly happened with Cooper Cup today. So, that's yeah, not so, good. No, and that's not that's not good. Again, another player that you're looking to get back on your team and make an impact. Instead, they come back. This is why I'm scared with Justin Jefferson, and I'm glad he didn't come back this week. A, because he was going to be locked up by Patrick Sertain the second. Um, that was a tough matchup. So I think it's smart for the Vikings to be like, give him another week because they can run him out there. He's going to be running routes, but he's probably not going to catch many passes against Sertain because he's been really, really good. Um, so I think that was smart of the Vikings, but I'm always scared of guys like, you know, Jefferson that's missed now five, six weeks, however many it is because the chance for, for re-injury, I'm hoping it doesn't happen, but it's one of those things you get lifted up by like, I'm going to get Justin Jefferson back or I'm going to get Devin Achan back. And then, Oh, he's hurt again. Like, yeah, it's kicking the nuts. So the worst. you never like that. So any thoughts on any of these injuries before we skedaddle and move it along, James? No, I think we touched on them pretty well. Um, yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. Before we move on, I do want to give a shout out to our longest standing sponsor in the room, Trophy Smack. They make the best trophies and belts in the business, not only for fantasy football, which we play, but if you've got the aforementioned hockey and basketball seasons going on, or you just wrapped up fantasy baseball, you can go get your trophy at trophysmack.com. And when you do that, not only can you do a fully customizable trophy or belt, you can use code DHHRING. You'll get a free $60 championship ring with the purchase of a trophy or belt. They also have stuff for all the losers in your league. We love those losers in the league that have to do their punishments. They've got punishment stuff. You want to have a, you know, want to wear a toilet seat? You can do that. Go on Trophy Smack. They're branching out into other products, which are really cool with some different wall art and things of that nature. They make really good draft boards. So when draft season comes along, um, you can get a draft board from them, which is a lot of fun. It's got some cool Smacks talk stickers on it. Not a single write-in sticker, which is the first time ever that I can oh, remember doing oh, a draft. I, where, I did. Where we didn't have a write-in. It's either at Scott Fishball or my home redraft league. Michael was Wilson wasn't there. Michael Wilson? No, he was Michael on there. Michael Wilson. Yeah. No, he had a sticker. Well, I didn't. I didn't have a Michael Wilson sticker. No, they deleted yours. I, I'm pretty sure he had one. but I, I, Maybe I'll, it's because I pre-ordered. <laughs> maybe maybe they made some edits i don't know but it's a really good draft board so yeah just check out all the cool wares they have at trophysmack.com use code dhh get that free 60 dollars championship when we order a trophy or a belt let's go all right let's talk about week 11 there's a lot to take in about week 11 the first thing i want That's to talk sure. about i want to talk about james let's do is it kenny pickett is bad uh yeah his, his ceiling is like 175 passing yards He's not turning the ball over, which is good. But with all those weapons, I know Cleveland's got a great defense. But, man, Kenny Pickett, he's, he can't be the guy going forward, right? Like, can't no. be. Can't be. And, and no, I don't think he is. I, I really don't. They've got outgained in every single game. I don't know if they got outgained in this one. But they've been outgained in every single game this year. And they just don't have the offensive juice with Kenny Pickett to put up big points or to put up big yards. The only big playmaker they had today was Jalen Warren, who's awesome, by the way. 
Yes. Um, if you picked him up in your dynasty leagues last yes. year, Check. congrats. Um, he's a difference maker. He looks different on the field than everybody else. Yeah. Pick it. If you're a Pickens owner, a Deontay owner, a Fryermuth owner, you're you're praying to the quarterback gods that they do something in the offseason. And I don't know if they're going to move on from Pickett that early. He was a first-round pick. He's no, they, year I, three. I, but, I think he still has two more years left before ugh. they even consider making ugh. a move, unfortunately. So they're 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 feet are kind of stuck in the mud here with Kenny Pickett, you know. And I dropped the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna have to, if not this year, definitely next year. And I, I think they're they're stuck on their ways. You know, they they went out, they drafted him in the first round. They thought he was the perfect fit for their their offense. And I mean, maybe it's a otherwise. Matt Canada problem because he's a oh, well, terrible play caller. I, I mean, every Steelers fan in in their existence will turn around and say that it's a Matt Canada problem. Send and, Matt to Canada, the CFL. That's where they need him to go. Get him out of there. He's uh, dead. I mean, maybe if, that's if, the problem. Maybe Pickett's yeah. just not opened up because Canada's too conservative. Could be that. Maybe it, you know, Jalen Warren was the only one that went out there and actually, you know, did some damage on the field today. Uh, maybe because he is the only true playmaker on the offense. And he was the only one that can improvise enough to get himself a good fantasy day. Yep. So, yeah. That's all I got for the Steelers game. And the Browns, DTR played okay. Uh, didn't turn the ball over, but. Uh, one interception. Oh, that's right. The and, they, and, and the breaking news, boop, 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 boop. the Cleveland Browns just signed Joe Flacco to the practice squad. And it looks like he'll be elevated to the roster. That gives some juice to the offense. Yeah, it does. I, low key. I thought Flacco was decent with the Jets last year. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, he was better than Zach Wilson. I mean, I'm better than Zach Wilson. Yeah. Let's be honest. True. So, yeah, so Fl I actually picked up Flacco in a Superflex League this week because I saw that he was in for a visit. I had some roster spots open. And I, I was thought like, you they know what? said that they weren't going to sign him. No, they just announced that they're going to sign him to the practice squad, and it looks like he'll be elevated to the game roster next week. Oh, it was like break. That's like yeah, true like breaking it, news. As we went on, true breaking news, Shefty oh, style. Oh, Shefty style. Yep. So, yeah, Flacco's that, – that'll be interesting. At least that gives hope to guys like Amari Cooper, you know, uh, Elijah Moore – who obviously Flacco played with last year. And so Joku. They have some nice report. I mean, and Joku got targeted to hell today. Didn't do a lot with it, but 15 targets for Njoku. Wow. For 55 yards. Rookie quarterback problems. Uh, James, what did you see this week that you want to talk about? Um, hmm. Let's go into like one of the best games of the week. And I think that was Detroit and Chicago. And the one thing I want to point out again is that Gibbs and Montgomery are living together happily in this Detroit Lions family that they're doing here. Um, they they both get into the end zone today. Gibbs had the bigger day with the receptions. I like this offense. I'm sorry. I know they played the Chicago Bears, but Detroit they were they were getting their butts whipped a little bit, and they had to turn it on in the second half at the end of the second uh, fourth quarter rather just to get the win, and they do so here. I think it's a group effort from special teams to defense to offense, and Jared Goff is just playing with such poise that it, it, it shouldn't go unnoticed, the The season that Jared Goff has been putting out lately. And I I have him in a couple of leagues. I don't think I have him in any, any dynasty leagues, but I kind of wish I did. I have, um, I have Goff in the comic book league that we're in. I did trade Goff in a league as well, so... Yeah, but I've I in I bought Goff low a couple of years ago, because his cheap when he was went from the Rams to the Lions that price was 
very palatable. Tyler and oh, I actually yeah. swung a deal and got Jared Goff. Uh, I think we got him for a second, which was a late second because I think we won the league that year. So it was like an end of the second for Goff, and that was a lifesaver for us last year. Um, we co-champed the league last year, which was great. But, you know, Goff, I mean, the turnovers today were a little uncharacteristic. Yes. Um, For yes. him, but to come back in that game and win, Jamison Williams showed signs of life for once. Had another touchdown. Had a touchdown. You know, Amon Ra does his thing. The running backs were pretty split. Um, the eight and two. Did you know it's the first time the Lions have been eight and two since, since the 60s. John F. Kennedy was president? Nineteen sixty-two. Wow. James, huh. we were just we were just imaginary things floating around in nineteen sixty-two. Uh, that's yeah. wild to me that it's taken them that long to become eight and two, and they've got a really juicy playoff schedule too. So if you have the Lions, one of my redraft teams, I have Goff, I have Gibbs, and Amon Ra, and they have a really nice playoff schedule. A lot of home games, a lot of inside games good opponents you could be riding the lions to fantasy victory which I is so. something we haven't said since the barry sanders herman moore scott mitchell days uh if you remember that team of lions that was good for fantasy brett perriman as well um mm. so that's Name uh dropper. yeah hey i'm old school man you see these gray hairs <laughs> you see these gray hairs james i've seen oh things. yeah Salt and pepper, baby. Salt and pepper. Uh, for the Bears, though, so there was news this week that the Bears said unless someone was super impressive that they weren't going to move on from Justin Fields. I thought he played really well today. 100 yards on the ground. Did. did well through the air on his first game back in well over a month. Uh, so for me, if I'm Made the Bears. Made DJ more relevant again. Yep. If the Bears, they're going to have two top five-ish picks, give or take. Would you use one of those on a quarterback or would you just roll with Justin Fields? Oh, it's so tough. Right? Um, They're most I don't want to give up on fields. I don't want to give up on fields yet. And the only way you do that, like, you, you don't. I, and I think they trade one of those picks away and, and get more picks down the road or, or get, like, a year? smash offensive lineman and maybe a receiver. You know, that maybe they go maybe they go early and take Marvin Harrison, you know, and just burst the Giants bubble. Uh, so... <laughs> Who knows? You um, want to know a fun Chicago Bears receiving fact? Sure. So Justin Jefferson has more career yards receiving in three years than any Bear has in the history of that franchise. Wow. That's crazy. That's absolutely a bonkers stat. So, uh, yeah, the Bears uh, yeah. receivers, they, they're not from a long line of really good players. Yeah, no, no. I don't, Marty I don't Booker. remember. I don't remember, Alshon remember Jeffrey. too many. Yeah, Alshon Jeffrey. Brandon Marshall for a couple of years. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, not so great. Chase Claypool, wait a minute, what? But for <laughs> fantasy purposes, like Dynasty in particular, I, I think Justin Fields, you were hoping that he would come back and, and put up a good game. And Detroit's defense isn't anything to sleep on. Like Chicago almost won this game. Um, and, I, and I think they're just going to continue to get better as Khalil Herbert gets back on the field more. Uh, we saw Deontay Foreman score in this game. So I don't think he goes away. They were giving it to him on the goal line. And that's what I like about Foreman. Uh, he's almost like a Gus Edwards, if you will. And uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much the story on this one. Yeah. What else you got? What else? What else? Uh, let's talk about my favorite rookie in CJ Stroud, how he threw three interceptions today uh, against the Arizona Cardinals. But. Guess what? Still over 336 yards. Put, what, two touchdowns up in the air. Perfect, perfect, perfect. And his bunkmate, Tank Dell, yeah, he's going to be a star. I, know, I, I think these two are going to be like 
peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, man. Yeah, I made a I made a trade in redrafts because I was trying to shore up my wide receiver depth, and it was I traded Tank Dell in a future pick for Jalen Waddle in a future pick, and now I'm like, can I get Tank Dell back? Yeah, I mean he's my wide receiver three. It's not going to kill me, but I'm like, and I'm nine and one, so whatever. But I'm like, now Dell's popped off since I've traded him, and I was like, he's just giving me the finger, is what he's doing. Yeah, so, I was I was afraid when Nico Collins came back into the offense that it may, um put tank Dell reverting back into the second spot, but nope. they made such a connection and they've got on, on the right page while Nico Collins was out while Robert Woods was out and it's not going to go anywhere from now on. Tank Dell is the number one receiver in this offense. You want parts of this offense too. Like For Nico sure. Collins isn't going to be a bad play. Like we even saw Dalton Schultz score a touchdown, which, you know, we should have picked him very, up in the offseason. Yeah. And then Singletary had another great game. I called it on this morning's show that Singletary was going to have another great game. Yeah, Arizona Possibly Cardinals get into the end D. zone, and he did. Yeah, single, um, that was a smash matchup, especially for DFS. Yeah, yeah. Um, on the other side of the ball, Kyler Murray, he looked good. No, like one interception, one fumble. Okay, second game back. I get it. But he's back to himself. Seven carries for 51 yards. Touchdown. That's what we like about Kyler Murray, that he will run the ball. He did was not running scared. Um, did throw a touchdown. He got a – what, did he have a touchdown he with his legs? The he got the rondel. Yeah, he ran for one and had the rondel Moore 48-yarder. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little concerned with Moore, two, two touchdowns today. Did, did Moore have two touchdowns? I thought he had one through the air and then one – I think he only had one, but I could be wrong. Uh, I'm a little concerned, though, oh, with, yeah, you're right. with Hollywood one. Brown. Maybe yeah. it's because Stingley is back and he locked up Hollywood Brown. Maybe Hollywood Brown's days are coming. But these last two weeks with Kyler, I mean, Greg Dortch led the team in targets today, um, which yeah. that's a name you haven't heard in a, min a minute. Um, shout out to Riley Bymaster, big Greg Dortch fan, uh, as well as Noah Brown. He loves those guys. Uh, so for me, I'm a little concerned with Hollywood. We've seen two weeks now. The target share is not great. Uh, Trey McBride has a solid game, all things considered for a tight end. He was still a top 12 tight end. Um, so there's still a lot of, a shining bright for Trey McBride. Uh, I, I'm interested to see this offense. Michael, Car they, they picked up Michael Carter who got waived and he's on the roster, but he was inactive today, probably just getting used to the playbook and things like that. But I think Michael Carter could be an awesome compliment to James Conner down the stretch. I really like Michael Carter. I always have. I think the jets just didn't use him the way that they should have. We obviously saw Brees Hall today more active in the passing game without Michael Carter on the roster. He gets a receiving touchdown. Their only yeah. touchdown today. Their only touchdown. Yeah. I mean, and Brees looks good. It's just a shame that like this is going to be, he'll still be good for fantasy, but you know, I think the Brees Hall explosion uh, comes next year when they have Aaron Rodgers under center or in a few weeks when he's under center, probably not. Um, but I, I like how Brees Hall, they used him in the passing game a lot. I think that he has the ability to do that, and it made sense. I, I was surprised that they did cut Michael Carter, though. But I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. If he can dig out a role with the Cardinals, and he's still on his rookie deal. So Carter yeah, and Connor. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I, I low-key low dig that. But, yeah, I'm worried about Hollywood Brown. I think that you can't start him. Um, I mean, unless you have, like, some buys or anything like that. I just think that. I mean, it's going to be matchup. Um <sighs> It's going to, it's going to, it's going to be based off the matchup and hopefully you didn't, you know, pay a lot for him if you did go out and try to get him. But I, I think there's better days on the horizon. You know, Houston's cornerbacks are actually very, very sneaky. Um, you know, they're top 12. I believe they're top 12 in the league against uh, perimeter wide receivers. 
So that is something to think about as well. Um, and you know what? It's just not his week yet. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that they will start to connect on a more regular basis. Um, we just haven't seen it yet. Yeah, we have we have not seen it yet. I, I want to talk a little bit about the Chargers Packers game. Sure. Uh, we we saw Aaron Jones get hurt. Obviously, Jordan Love looked pretty dang good against the Chargers. The Chargers lose this game. I, if two I'm fumbles, a, two fumbles from Jordan Love. If I'm still a, if, if I'm a Chargers fan, I'm yanking all of my hair out because again, you have a super talented roster and you do nothing with it. Yeah. You lose against the Packers, who are by all means, not a good team. They're four and six. Now the Chargers are four and six. I mean, we're going to see an AFC probably without the Bengals in the playoffs or the Chargers. That's wild to me. Absolutely and it, wild. And it gets worse. Six <sighs> targets for, for Quinton Johnston, and he only caught two of them for 21 yards. He, he was sucks. wide open, and he dropped pretty much a, 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 a well-needed first down, and all – all, all the pressure was put on him and he crumbled. So I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm happy. I did not acquire any of Quinton Johnston. Um, I only have him in one spot and I got him at like the one ten. and I was like, well, I don't own him anywhere else. We'll do it just in case he pops. He's not popping. Yeah. No. <laughs> He's the popcorn that's left in the bottom of the bag that rolls around. That's unpopped. That's Quinton Johnson. He is bottom of the bag popcorn. And if you did what I did this season and traded for Keenan Allen, you were happy you did so. Yeah, I picked him up. 16 targets. Oh, yeah. He was a beast again. I I picked him up in in an auction for one of my home dynasty leagues and in redraft. I have him in every – well, I'm only in two redraft leagues. I have him in two redraft leagues because I knew at his ADP, I was like with uh, Kellen Moore and Allen. I was like, he's my guy. And I've got him as my wide receiver two or three in each of those leagues. So uh, yes, very happy with Keenan Allen, but uh, for the Packers, you know, who looked best on offense today? Uh, Jay? I give you a guess. Uh, who do you think it is? Oh, it's our, it's our boy, Jaden Reed. Oh, it is our boy, Jaden Reed. Not only did he have three, that's carries, who rushed in for a yeah, touchdown. He had three carries for 46 yards and a touchdown, and then had another four catches on six targets for 46 yards. This is the second week in a row that he scored going into the draft process. Uh, you know, I was able to get him in the late second, early third, and for me, it was like, I like the player. I like the draft capital. I like the opportunity. You had Watson. You had Romeo Dobbs. But there was no one there in the slot. And Jaden Reed is versatile. You can move him around. And he is becoming a trusted target of Jordan Love. Christian Watson, not so much. I know he gets a, a, he got a short passing touchdown today, uh, or a reception, rather. But that's about it. I Watson is frustrating. He popped off last year, right? Then he starts the year hurt. Then he comes back. No Aaron Rodgers, obviously. He's an athletic freak, but I just don't know, like, what would you value him at in Dynasty? Like a mid-second right now? Uh, would you pay that? Second, late second, maybe an early third. Ooh, that seems really low. Yeah, I'm not I'm not happy with Christian I'm not Watson. going out and acquiring I'm not him, happy. Let's put it that way. I'm not happy with his second-year progression. Nope. Um, I'm definitely not happy with the quarterback play because he's getting beat by guys like Jaden Reed and Romeo Dobbs. Um, and he was supposed to be that guy and you spent draft capital on Christian Watson. And unfortunately you're going to have to suck it up now because you really can't do anything with him. He's a hold. Yeah. I mean, Dontavian Wicks has 91 yards. Reed has 46. Christian Watson has 21 on four targets. So he was like fifth on the team in targets because Luke Musgrave got six targets. He didn't do much with them, but like for me, I don't know. 
Yeah. I mean, four for 28, he didn't, I mean, it didn't, <laughs> didn't set the world on fire, but I no, mean, no. I mean, look, look, at the, look at it this way. Christian Watson had as many targets as AJ Dillon. That's a problem. Just saying. Do not like. It's bad. James, what else you got? Talk um, about your Giants? Tommy DeVito? Yeah. Tommy D getting in there. <laughs> get uh, that dub with Tommy D. It was more like get that dub with Saquon Barkley, man. Because 14 carries, 83 yards, four receptions, 57 yards, and two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Like, man. We saw, we saw the not-so-great Sam Howell today. Yeah, still, it always seems still, to start out that way. Like, to be honest, like he struggled against the Giants last time, right? That um, was like his worst game. Was that against the Giants or was that against the Cowboys? I believe it was against the Giants. Yeah, I think it was, too. He was awful in that game. 22 for 42 in this game. He was 31 for 45. Only difference is he threw three interceptions in this game. And uh, I mean, that's the Sam Howell experience. Let's be honest. He is going to yeah. have those two and three interception games. But he'll and make I think he it. makes them. He's like the perfect fantasy quarterback, if you really think about it, because even though he makes yes. those mistakes, he puts his team so far behind that the, he has no choice but to throw it a ton, especially in the fourth quarter. You, you know what that's called? That's called Blake Bortles. <laughs> Oh God! Don't that's do Blake that Bortles because that's He's what Blake Bortles Blake. used to do. He is, but that's exact. So Blake Bortles was mobile. He would get you some rushing touchdowns and some rushing yards. Blake Bortles was always playing from behind. Fourth quarter garbage time king. The Blake Bortles, the year that he had Allen Robinson and Allen Hearns, they both went for Shit, a thousand maybe yards. Maybe he is like, Blake Bortles. Maybe he's a, he's a better Blake Bortles. <laughs> that's a that's a triple B for you. Better. Yeah, but Blake the Giants Bortles. Giants got it done today. Uh, mainly through. Saquon Barkley, Darius Slayton caught a touchdown. You love to see it. It was on a long one, mm-hmm. um, but unfortunately got hurt afterward. Uh, that wasn't in the injury report. I didn't really think it was that uh, relevant to, to bring up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I t- this game was a was a knife fight. It really was. For a second, I thought Washington was going to come back and win. Yeah. Uh, I, until was... la- he threw like so many interceptions, and, and the last one to give up the end of the game was just it was like, yeah. Uh, the real interesting thing in this was no Antonio Gibson this week. And we saw Brian Robinson lead the team in targets with nine, catching seven balls for 58 and then having another 73 on the ground. Brian Robinson in the passing game. This is something, this is like AJ Dillon. Like, two weeks in a row now. Catch. Two weeks in a row. Two week, yeah. He had over a hundred yards receiving last week. Don't play him next week against Dallas though. Probably that, not. Cause these stats are going to change. <laughs> so I think that's, I think that's interesting with no Gibson, the usage that Brian Robinson has had. Um, yeah. I mean, He's probably going to be their starting running back going forward, I would imagine. Antonio Gibson, I believe, is a free agent at the end of the season. Robinson's on the second year of his deal. Right out a rookie running back and quarterback, man, and then invest elsewhere. I think that's what Washington's going to do. Yeah, and Chris um, Rodriguez had a fumble, I believe, early in this one that cemented Brian Robinson just staying in the game the entirety. Yeah, Rodriguez only saw six carries. He did have 43 yards on it, which isn't terrible. But, yeah, that was um, this was, yeah, like you said, it was a bit of a, a knife fight uh, there in Washington. James, what else you got this week? We got a few more things, and then we're going to get out of here. Yeah. Um, Trevor Lawrence knows how to play football again. I mean, the Titans the Titans are a good remedy for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Their secondary, not good. Even Calvin Someone, Ridley had a big game. Yeah, no, Calvin Ridley had a monster game, probably the best mm-hmm. game of his season, um, and it, does, it can't go unnoticed. He had one carry for 18 yards, but through the air, seven receptions, 103 yards, and two touchdowns. Like This is the game that Calvin Ridley managers – we're waiting for all year long and no, he probably wasn't. I, yeah. I was he really, probably wasn't was really in your thinking, starting roster. I was like, man, Tennessee's a sieve. He should have a good game. And I'm like, I can't trust him. And then I, of course I bench him and then he pops off. So 
Such is um, life. I don't know if I trust them going down the stretch, but if your trade deadlines have not passed, try to use this to possibly get him off your squad. I mean, he's 28 years old. He's going into his second contract. Um, that's that's an iffy situation because he has not performed up to the uh, level that we thought he would. Um, it was, uh, I mean, he he won this game by far, but another quiet game for Travis Etienne. Um, yeah, kind ETN's of a quiet day kind of for Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, amongst all the uh, domestic violence disputes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's still on the field. So right on. Um, mm-hmm. On the other side of the ball, DeAndre Hopkins, four receptions. That's, that's not really what you want. Did score a touchdown. Yeah, that's the, that Titans passing game with Levis. Is Henry is just... dead? Is 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 Henry dead? I really hope not be, because his playoff run is looks so sweet. But... 10 for 38. Come yeah. on. Yeah. I mean, just that offensive line is very, very bad. They've got a rookie quarterback. I, yeah. I mean, Henry. He's most likely done after this. At season. least, at least for this year. Yeah. I think, I still think he's a good player. I just think that. Well, I'm playing him next week against Carolina. I'm not taking him out of my roster against Carolina. Oh, for sure. I mean, that makes sense. A turtle can run on Carolina. That is true. Speaking of Carolina. I mean, they were in the game for a little bit. Bryce Young didn't make too many mistakes. I've, I've been watching some Bryce Young tape uh, in this past week. I actually made a trade. Getting ready to buy uh, buy low? I, I, I already did. Uh, so I traded away Josh Dobbs. I traded away... Um, oh, God, I forget who else I traded away. It was a deal with Tyler in the UDPL League. Um, okay. And I got Bryce Young back. And for me, it was like Dobbs... Oh, Demario Douglas, Dobbs, and someone else. So for me, I look at it this way. I picked up Josh Dobbs for free. Yeah. I picked up Demario Douglas for free after the draft. And I forget the other player that I put in there. It was a good player. But and you turned I, it into Bryce Young? That's I pretty turned good. It, I turned it into Bryce Young, uh, and I'm happy with that because, you know, on that team, now I have Joe Burrow, who's done for the year. I'm not competing, by the way. My team was good. I have the most points against and the fifth most points in the league. My team should be like six and three, seven and two, but I've just got run over in some weeks. So my team's been scoring, but I've been losing. Uh, so I've I've so slowly sold off my older pieces, my Joe Mixons, my Cortland Suttons, my Logan Thomases, my Jimmy Garoppolo's. They're all gone, and I've got some younger players. I've got Garrett Wilson. I've traded for Drake London. I've traded for Bryce Young. So now I'm kind of um I'm mulling I'm mulling not mulling what am i doing i'm uh you're in limbo that? until they all hit what's that thing you do in the garden with i'm ro- i'm tilling over the roster i'm turning it over um <laughs> yeah, but i've good. still got pieces that i'm building i have jamar chase i have garrett wilson i have drake london i have joe burrow i have sam laporta i have pieces to build around i i'm gonna have the 105 most likely in the rookie draft i have multiple oh, nice. seconds multiple thirds things of that nature so there's still hope for me um but getting bryce young was buying him low because i looked at it this way i picked up dobbs and douglas as free agents I hit on them. Cool. Now I'm going to turn them into the first overall pick in the NFL draft. He's having a struggle bus. I don't think the situation's great. They have tons of cap money. They can bring in playmakers. They can get rid of Frank Reich. He's bad. Yeah. Get a new play caller in there. We've seen rookie quarterbacks struggle in their rookie years. Trevor Lawrence, that's one. Like these guys with good pedigrees coming out. I don't think Bryce Young. Zach Wilson. Oh, wait a minute. I mean, yeah, I mean, you can flip both sides of the coins, but I like Bryce Young, and for that price, I'm willing to roll the dice, and now I'll have Joe Burrow, Sam Howell, and Bryce Young as my three quarterbacks, and I'm okay with that for now. Yeah, I have no, the 105. I don't, I don't have to press myself to get a quarterback. 
I don't have to press to get a receiver. There's not going to be a running back worth the 105. So for me, it's like, all right, I can go best player available truly at that spot um, to make my roster better. It's so a, it's a good mentality. it's a good way to invest some of those pieces that, you know, like you said, you acquired for free for the most part. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I agree with you that, you know, his his story hasn't been written yet. There's no. still somewhat of a, a future for him. Can't go off the first season in the NFL. However, season two is going to be that uh, that that's draw to break um, on the other side of the ball. Tony Pollard finally broke the curse of uh, getting into the end one. zone. Uh, and if he wasn't going to do it against Carolina, man, that's that's it's it's icky for Tony Pollard. I mean, did it, it did great F- over five a carry. Uh, they didn't have to do much to beat the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Dak mm-hmm. did his thing, spread the ball around a little bit. Uh, we see what CD got in the end zone. Cook's second receiver on the team. And then Schoonmaker, the rookie, got into that, which was nice to see uh, yep. that he's going to be a part of the offense, I think, moving forward. So I'm, oh. I'm happy with that. I have the full details of that trade. I left out some pieces. So sure. I'll just go over real quick. So I traded away Joshua Dobbs, Najee Harris, Demario Douglas, and a 2024 round three for Bryce Young and Antonio Gibson. Okay. I'm kind of done with Najee, like especially with the rise of Jalen Warren. Najee's a startable piece, but... it's He's a ticking time bomb. And and with Pittsburgh not most likely going to win this season, yeah, I mean, it's still playoff bound. But we'll see what happens. For now, so for me is like I've moved on from Najee. It is what I like Antonio Gibson. So getting him back was kind of part part of the deal. Is that I get a startable piece. Obviously not this week because he was hurt. But um, that was the full the full deal. But Bryce Young is obviously the big piece in that one, which was uh, I don't own I don't have Bryce Young anywhere. So it was kind of nice uh, getting a little little Bryce Young share action in there. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got here. I got one more thing here. Ba, 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 ba. Tampa Bay and San Francisco. I mean, that's pretty standard stuff. Uh, Brock Purdy's back. This is after the it bye. was the first Two perfect game by a San Francisco quarterback since Steve Young, I believe. What quarterback rating? Yes, he yeah. threw a one fifty-eight point three. Yep. Yeah, I used to go for those in Madden all the time because you know you'd be like twenty of twenty-one for like five touchdowns. Um, but yeah, I mean, San Francisco's, they looked good against Tampa. Tampa Bay lost even more players in their secondary. They are going to be, if you've got a quarterback or a receiver up against Tampa Bay down the stretch, that's winning because they are an absolute pass funnel. They're pretty solid against the run. They cannot defend against the pass. Brock Purdy ate them alive with Kittle, Ayuk, Debo came back. McCaffrey was in action. Like, Ayuk had his highest um, yardage total. Here's that's another player that's probably going to be on another roster next year, Ooh, um, yeah. unless they figure that out. Um, but Ayuk is a, an awesome talent. I wish the Pats picked the right ASU receiver, but I know different years and whatnot. I'm over it. Uh, yeah, not much. The Buccaneers. I mean, Rashad White's still super active in the passing game. He gets a touchdown. He's been, dare I say, really good in fantasy for the last six weeks. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's been getting 100 yards from scrimmage and a score pretty much every week. Now, he didn't, he got 60 yards from scrimmage, but six receptions and a score on the ground. Like, that's all you need from Rashad White. He's a, he's a, a high end RB2, sometimes an RB1. I'm starting to con- get concerned with You're Chris Godwin, co- though. Uh, yeah. The receptions it's... are good. The yards, not so much. He's, he hasn't had a good game in a month now. Mm. Mike, Mike Evans is the one scoring the touchdowns. It hasn't been Chris Godwin. Godwin is like borderline startable. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, you really can't do too much with it. I mean, he's still getting this targets. Unfortunately, he could not do anything against the San Francisco defense with them. Yeah. Um, and speaking of the San Francisco defense, word on the street uh, uh, for those DFS. Tifanga. Yeah, for those IDP players, Telena Hufanga, uh looks like an ACL tear. Yeah. So Was it stinks. on the play that Rashad White juked him out of his sneakers? I hope not. I hope not. Because it looked like because he, he had him one-on-one and White put his foot in the ground, did a little... And then Tafunga was like, Rrr. yeah, I, don't know. Exact I was, noise I was actually made, eating way. dinner while this game was going on and probably while that injury. Happened. If you saw the injury, you would have been like, you mother Tafunga. <laughs> it's just a fun name to say. Uh, Trey Palmer continues to get targets. He had six. Uh, almost yes. had a nice contested catch. I That's a guy that I love. If you can get him. Go out and get deals. Trey Palmer. Yes. I like Trey Palmer a lot. I, Mike Evans probably not going to be on this team next year. Let's be honest. Um, so it could be Trey Palmer and Godwin. And then Kate Otten led the team in receiving. He's he's flashed a little bit. So definitely a new regime there in the passing game. Um, we talked about the Seahawks with Ken Walker's injury. Um, not too much. That game was kind of boring and slow. The Rams do end up winning it. Puka ends up having a nice game. He scores right before the half and then has four more, four or five more catches in the second half. Um, DK Metcalf finally came back to life. So two we weeks like in to a row. see that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. DK is only what his third touchdown in the year, so he was due for some positive regression. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think I think uh, Geno Smith kind of fo- uh, forced the ball a little bit too much to Jackson Smith and Jigba in this one. Yeah. Um, just doesn't look like he's on the same page. He got injured in this one. Came and, and then JSN did have a nice catch along the sideline. It didn't count because he didn't get his second foot in, but it was a right. nice like drop it right in the bucket type of play. So I mean, JSN's getting a steady, steady targets um so I, I i still i still like jsn as a guy that you can acquire cheaper than what you drafted him for so i like that that's a lot. fair that's fair i don't want to talk about the jets because they're just cheeks but um the bills offense today all you got to do is fire a coach apparently <sighs> right i mean it players was the jets start, i get it but i mean Khalil Shakir has that long touchdown i was able to pick him up a few weeks ago in a couple dynasty leagues which surprised me he was even available um did you know uh, I haven't fact checked myself, but it feels like one yard touchdown. It feels like in the last three weeks to a month, Khalil Shakir has had the most fantasy points for receivers of the Bills. Feel, feel free to fact check me because Diggs hasn't done much. Shakir has scored, I think, in three out of the last four games or three out of the last five. So, um, Shakir's false. been decent. False. I'll fact check you on that. Um, okay. It's only he's only scored one touchdown. No, I don't since, believe it. Since. Uh, Today was his first touchdown since week two. Was it really? The Raiders. Maybe it's yes. yardage then. Maybe he's he's had a, a decent yardage game. So. Yeah, no, no, no. He he definitely has some big playability. Uh, six for ninety two, four for fifty seven, and then obviously today with the with the big one. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I was a little a, a little over my skis on Cleo Shakir there, but I like Shakir going forward. I, I just don't think Gabe Davis is the answer across from Diggs. No, he didn't get one target today. He's been trash over the last month. I thought he was going to have a good game because I had to put him in my lineup and I didn't want to. Yeah, you regretfully are like, yeah, please have a good (sighs) game. I started Shakir in DFS because I was like, well, the Jets usually lock up outside receivers. Let's go slot. So I put Shakir in because he was dirt cheap. That panned out. Yeah, no, and it it definitely held true. Like we we saw Diggs have a bad game. (laughs) We saw Davis not even get targeted. Um. Kincaid I believe had, had Kincaid led the yeah. yeah led the led the team in receptions and targets. Yeah, um, 
and then you know James Cook had a, a pretty good game on the ground, seventeen for seventy three. And he didn't fumble. And, and he, he didn't did have fumble. A receiving touchdown, so that was nice. Yeah, that was a nice play. It was good to see him finally get into the end zone. Um, uh, we haven't seen that in since week seven against New England. So I was yep. getting a little nervous on him. A little mad that I traded him away in one of my redraft leagues for Hollywood Brown. Doesn't look so good now, but hey, maybe by the end of the year it'll it'll pan out. It may. Arizona has a good uh, schedule moving forward for receivers. Yes. All right. Well, I think that is going to wrap up week eleven. I did want to give a shout out to Manscaped. Make sure you check out their awesome products. You see this lovely trimmed beard. It's with my with my lawnmower four Obviously, I trim this beard. I trim that beard. I trim all the beards. Not at the same time. I wash it in between. You gross. People that think that I can see Tyler being like, oh, but you do. what do you shave first? <laughs> Cause that's how Tyler does it. Um, but no manscaped is an awesome product. You're going to get the ear and nose trimmer. You're going to get the things that are going to make you feel good, smell good, and just bring up that confidence. You can walk into a room buck naked. You're going to smell good. You're going to look like a thousand bucks, like a, like a, you're going to look like a dolphin. That's how good the manscaper is. So make sure you check that out. Code, DHH to save you 20% at Manscaped. James, anything else before we wrap it up? Nope. I think we're good. Let's get out of here, man. All right, let's get out of We got things to do. There's a game going on. We got some things to do. So we'll be back next week. Tyler says hi. Make sure you drop a like, like I said, on YouTube and subscribe. Check us out on the Google Play Store as well as on iTunes. Wherever podcasts are, you'll find us. Leave us a review and a rating. We always appreciate the feedback. And let's get some comments. It's been, uh, I know during the season for Dynasty is a little, uh, you know, not as chatty. But if you're if you're tuning in, ask us some questions. We'd love to answer them while we're on the microphone. I know I'm looking forward to week 12 as we get closer and closer to the playoff push and the playoff picture. I'm competitive in a lot of my Dynasty leagues, thankfully. So I'm looking forward to it. So with that said, he's been James. I've been Doug. This has been the Dynasty Happy Hour. We will see you next week.